Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this beautiful Thursday morning. And, um, and again, as I take a deep breath on these mornings, just to help us recalibrate and just turn that noise down, God. And just ask you to speak through Ryan this morning. Um, just words, stories that are encouraging to us and equipping for uh, us for what you have in store for us today. Thank you for Ryan and Rita and his business and his ministry um, and his leadership and, and friendship. Uh, Lord, we love you. Amen. Ryan Beal, good morning, my friend. Amen, man. Amen. Thank you. Man, um, <laughs> these are always so much fun, man. And it's amazing every, every time without fail. They, they always reveal something to me as I, as I work on it. Just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a, a great idea that, that Brad had about this. Uh, it's neat to uh, just talk and share in this, in this way. Yeah. And uh, he, he had a great message as well, the, the last one I heard. So, um, absolutely. But, I, you know, I was thinking about this, and Jerry, I don't, I don't know if you would share this. I, I feel like you and I might have even talked about this maybe, but I feel like as I was trying to come up with this, there there really there really isn't a beginning and an end. I feel like yeah as I as as I look at this, like the life story is, you know, God trying to get my attention. <laughs> and I I think you know, these are what what we're talking about, what I'm talking about is just just the moments uh, just a, a few moments in, in life where maybe I actually paid attention or I, I looked up and noticed. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, it's just, just this entire nonstop event, really, as, as I was kind of taking notes. You, you feel that way too, huh? Oh, yeah. It's a journey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not a beginning. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. So yeah, it, you know, just talking about these moments, and you know, I guess there's not going to be an end till till my life ends, and um, uh, really makes you think of just how how important every moment is. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a, a lot of Westsiders, you know, I grew up Catholic. Uh, I feel like as a, as a kid, I had a I had a strong faith, and um, you, you know, I in listening to yours, Jerry, we we shared a lot of the same things. You know, we went to church. You know, however many times it was a week as a, as a school, and then went with my parents on Sundays. And uh, man, I was a I was a sir. I was an altar boy. I really I really enjoyed that. Uh, and and a lot of times the the priest would even come over to teach religion in, in lieu of our our normal teacher. And I just remember that being really enjoyable. It might have had something to do with every time you got a commandment right or something, he would flip you a quarter. It's like. <laughs> um, that probably <laughs> that probably had something to do with it, and, but they they I just remember them being very, you know, upbeat people, and that and even even the the, the priests were were quiet, just really they were just really I, I they're just really neat guys, and um, I just remember that being a really neat experience, and um, it was it was I, I don't know, I just. I had a regular habit as a kid of praying the rosary. I had one on on my bed, and I just remember that that was very comforting to me. I, I don't know that I don't know that I maybe knew exactly what it 
what it all meant to me. I think I'm still figuring that out now, but um, I really, I really feel like there was a, a deep peace that came from that as, as my, as a kid. And um, things were really good. It's funny up until like right around sixth grade. I, I'm not exactly sure what happened. I guess Everest hormones started going nuts. <laughs> and um, I had a, there were 14 boys in our, our graduating class. And for whatever reason, I was, I was the one that got singing out the most and I would get beat up on the playground all the time. Wow. And yeah, like nearly daily. And um, I remember one point, I remember one point coming back into the classroom and my teacher yelled at me and I was the one that was bloody. Wow. Uh, and, and I just, I, I had really, I really struggled with that because here we are and I just couldn't make sense of it. Like here we are talking about all this stuff and talking about, you know, being good to each other and, you know, um, getting quarters for reciting commandments and going to church. And um, I spent a lot of my, my time at school just being scared. I, I had a lot of anxiety about going to school. Um, and, you know, it, it affected me, you know, personally into the point where uh, I, I, I was just struggling with this. I, if this was going to be what it was all about, man, I was, I was really questioning it. And one thing was really weird. I was in a, I was talking to God one night. I remember this on my bed and um, I went to go pull my rosary off my bed and it got snagged on my bed rail. And I, I just said to myself, I'm like, well, you know, God's strong enough and I'm strong enough, or God's strong enough. And it's not going to break. And it broke. It was just a cheap rosary. And for whatever reason, I think that was just kind of the last thing as a kid where I, I just, I don't know. Like I was just, I was already shaken and maybe I was, maybe I was looking for a reason or I, I don't know. There's a lot going through my head and that whole thing really kind of affected me. And um, I don't know. I, I say that because I try to stay aware of it now because I think sometimes in life I've looked for reasons to quit things uh, um, or reasons to make, you know, excuses or whatever. And realizing that, that now that wasn't anything to do with God necessarily. It was a rosary and I, who knows, it might not even, been, you know, made here in the States, you know, um, <laughs> but it was, it was just uh so that that's why I kind of mentioned that, but um, my family, my family was great. Um, there was definitely some, what I would call heroes of the faith in uh, the family. I remember going to church with, you know, certain members of my family and certain members of my family were just like, I knew how much they loved God. And we never even really talked about it. It's like, there really wasn't a need. Like I could just remember going to church once with my grandma Beal. Um, my grandpa would not go, uh, but man, I remember she lived in Indiana. I would stay with them and I would go to church with her. And man, I, I, I just knew what that meant to her. And uh, even though we, we never really verbalized it. And that was one of the things that kind of came back to me as, as I was kind of scratching down notes. And so I, I had a really good background, I had really good people in my life. And uh, my parents, my parents hadn't really gotten involved in the faith 
um, really deeply at, at that point. Now, fast forward to me in high school, um, that's where I met my wife, Rita. Uh, so we've been together ever since. And that was neat because her parents were very, very overbearing. Her parents were very, uh, very dedicated to going to church in that, in that whole experience. And the, one of the ways that I knew that I could see her and kind of sneak under the radar is we were both the oldest and be allowed to date her was go to their church. Mm. So I did. Uh, and she was a member of a Baptist church and man, let me tell you, that was a whole different experience. Oh yeah. Uh, that was, <laughs> it was weird because to me, as, as, as a Catholic at that time and what I understood and, and all that, uh, my experience was, you know, kind of, you know, what I outlined. Plus it was, um, as I got older, I would go to church because my parents told me to, I'd ride my bike to church. And sometimes I would keep riding my bike past church and say, I went to church, but, um, this was a bunch of people who really knew each other. There was a real community here and I never, seen that before uh you know there were regular meals on wednesdays there's you know the services on sunday and there would be gatherings at people's homes and i'd never seen anything like that that was just an amazing experience and that really ignited something in me and um we we eventually stopped uh going to that church for a lot of reasons but uh that that experience really hung on to me and that was that was a really neat thing to have because as, as we got married and we were out on our own, uh, we were living, living down in Cleves. And man, I, I remember, I knew we were, we were in trouble. Like we just, we weren't getting along. Um, we just hadn't found a rhythm yet. It was kind of a new married couple. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just knew something was missing and I just had a feeling that that was it. Well, one of my buddies from high school lived uh, lived in the same uh, com- in community, and by community, I mean trailer park. Just, just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you got to start somewhere, right? That's right. And and he he and I were really good friends, and his dad was a, a pastor, and they were linked up with CMA, Christian Motorcycle Association. Cool. And I I he kept bugging me to go on this retreat to Red River Gorge. And I'd never been to a a retreat. I didn't even know what it was. It sounded weird. But I really felt like things were at a a point with with Rhea that I needed to figure something out Mm -hmm. and quit. So I agreed to go. And the interesting thing was, is everybody knew that my, my education, my formal education was as a chef. So somehow... Somehow, in going down there, I got elected to be the cook, and um, we we grabbed the hog and, and went down there to go, um, and a big grill to go down there and, and hang out with these guys for the weekend. And uh, that was that was a crazy that was a crazy adventure. But one of the things that in Rita's church, and I kept hearing at this CMA event down at River Gorge, and it really just made me mad. Is people would just come up to me. And they would say, oh, you're lost. You're lost. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that was really frustrating to me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, they're, they're, 
they would say, oh, you're lost. I'm like, well, I don't know what that means. And I would, I'm like, you don't even know me. I'm like, I, I jump started somebody's car the other day. Where were you? You know, right. I didn't see you stop by the side of the road. And so I finally, I just got really frustrated with this. And I, I stormed into the cabin one night while everybody else was at the campfire. And I just asked my, my friend's dad, like, what is, why, what is going on here? I was really <laughs> frustrated. And I, I was kind of worked up into a lather. Yeah. And he just sat me down. He was a neat guy. And he sat me down and just started talking. And he kind of told me some of his testimony. And um, that's that really got me. These guys, these guys, a lot of these guys were uh, really, I don't know, maybe it was a hardened guys. A lot of these guys had done time. And these guys were really what I, what I called like grateful, grateful sinners. Like they knew <laughs> they were, they made no bones about it. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd ever heard anybody talk about being grateful and being forgiven and they really helped me understood like they took the edge off of somebody telling me i was lost mm-hmm. um because they were really grateful for god in their life and i mean there's a lot of these guys that um man they they, they shared just so many things and they've been through so much and i was like wow if this is the transformation that can happen to somebody then you know i definitely need to pick this back up Right. So I was actually, I was actually baptized that night uh, in the pond out there, uh, leeches and all. And um, I, I hung out with those guys for years. Love those guys. They be, yeah, they, be, they became a great, a great uh, set of friends to me. And so I got out of that and like, okay, well, I, I went and bought my first Bible as an adult. I was very excited about that. I, I still, it's in my car. I still have it, take it with me everywhere. And um, my first experience church shopping, that was, that was really hard too. Uh, we're at the age where my oldest son, we were having a really, really difficult time potty training him. Yeah. And we started going to this church and it was just one of those things where I felt like things had lined up where he was actually able to stay in the kids service and I could actually soak it in. And um, there were no issues with him down there. And I thought, okay, maybe I finally found this, this place. This, this is neat. And this one Sunday, the pastor got up and there was a, there was a piano on stage. And he's like, I'm going to play these two sets of music for you. And he played this one song. It was beautiful, you know, with the organ and all that. And he played this other song. It was like, it's acapella, same song, uh, but acapella. And he's like, one of these is from God, and one of these is from the devil. And he's just yelling. I'm like, what just happened? I'm like, I, and I'm like, I, I consider myself fragile at this point, man. I'm like, what in the world? Like, I can't hear this. Like, I was, I was broken. Yeah. And I heard this, and I'm like, I, I, I got red and I got flushed. And yeah. my buddy that I went to the CMA event was right there with me and he got mad he's like we need to get out of here we need to get out of here now and we got up and we left and went downstairs to pick up our kids and like it was heart-wrenching because you know i went through all this to get the kids there and get them comfortable and all that now i'm pulling them out mid-service and they were all screaming and crying Mm -hmm. it was an absolute mess and, and panic and um you know that that really never left me either you know just i 
I realize I've gone through all of these weird things mm-hmm. and um, they really, they really do continue to serve me. They were traumatic at the time, but now, you know, it's like um, now it's just kind of realizing that um, there was, there was just it, the path it wasn't necessarily straight, but it, it's all been really valuable. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And I'm also recognizing that 15 minutes isn't nearly long enough to get into these, but it's, it's almost like a cliffhanger. Yeah. It's almost like a cliffhanger, right? Yeah. We're like, and then what? Yeah. And then what? And then what? Right. And so well, that's all you'll hear for today. That's all we got for today. The, um, you know, the, the two things that I, and I, I've said this to Jeff Barber before is that, you know, Christianity would be great if it wasn't for Christians, you know, like there's so many Christians that yeah. just, like they mean, maybe they mean well, maybe they don't, but it's like, oh gosh, they just get in the way of the message. And, and yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm sure I have as well. So I'm, I'm guilty and we're a work in progress. So I think that's a, I think that's a good reminder for me this morning is give myself, you know, even forgiving myself and being like, all right, you know, maybe I didn't do such a great job yesterday, but I've got today and the Lord's got something in store for me today as well. So anyway, it's good stuff, my friend. All right. Being sensitive to everybody's schedule, pray us into the rest of our Thursday. You know, Lord, I'm just grateful for you in my life. I'm thankful that uh, there's a there's a story to tell and it's yeah. it's neat and it's just it's just mine it's it's how you've you've chosen to get my attention and, and love me over time and Lord I thank you for just all of the all of the twists and turns and the, and the bumps and the bruises uh, because you've you've taken each one of those and, and given meaning to them and given purpose to them and I can see that now and. Uh, even if I couldn't see the time, and I'm sorry about that, but wow, what an amazing thing you've done in my life. So Lord, I thank you and thank you for this time with the tribe. Amen. Amen. Well done. Good stuff.